we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Information is free. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of The Criticast. The name is Larry, and it is such an absolute pleasure being back for yet another episode. I know it's been a while. It's been nine days. And I had people message me and say, are you still doing this? Because, you know, you've just been quiet and so forth. And I was like, no, I'm here. Uh, pretty excited. Uh, in the third part of the show, I'm going to talk about 10 do's and don'ts about one night stands. Um, then, uh, during the middle, I'm going to talk about, uh, well, you know, the news, um, give you a news update. But first of all, I'm going to talk about the Warriors and why I really appreciate what they did, uh, for the country at the Africa Cup of Nations. Everybody's having a go. You're getting people, comedians and so forth, making fun of the boys and people say, oh, they're useless. They're the worst thing ever. But we forget that this is the first time that these boys or any representative team for them, national team, a men's team, has qualified for the Africa Cup of Nations uh, since uh, 2006. We're sitting around here acting as if we have the divine right. We've been like Tunisia, for example, whose group we were in, who have qualified for the last 13 episodes of the row. Yeah. We haven't been there for the last uh, five, six of them since 2006. And even then, it was our second time ever. And expecting us to perform on the level of, say, Tunisia, which is always performing, it's always out there, and has junior teams performing at that, we can argue until the cows come home about why we don't have this. And people think about, oh, no, these guys are able to do that. The infrastructure in those countries is brilliant. They've, they've got, they're ahead of us. And, and once we accept that those guys are ahead of us, we need to then say, okay, you know what? This is where we are. And this is what we need to do. And until that happens, we'll always have inflated expectations of where our country is. And this is not just to do with football. It's to do with a lot of things. And not just to do with sport. Even governance, politics and that sort of thing. We're always overstating where we are. And that gets us into trouble. Where, as I said, we create unrealistic expectations. We don't understand how difficult it is. We, we, everybody forgets, and Sissian forgets about uh, Calisto Pasua and the boys getting on a bus and going all the way to, to Malawi and grabbing, doing a smash and grab and getting one, a 1 0 victory. We forget about the fact that we were the lowest ranked team in the group that we qualified from, and we qualified with one match to go. We'll forget about the fact that uh, at the Africa Cup of Nations, Gabon aside, we were the lowest ranked team. And, you know, I, Senegal played very well. But in the second half, I mean, after the two went down 2-0, we played a very good game. It wasn't an excellent game, but we gave a good account of ourselves. Even look at this uh, Algeria match with all its stars, people like Riyad Mahrez who are applying their trade in, in England. You've got guys like uh, Moussa and, uh, you know, the different guys that are playing there, playing at the highest uh, level in France and different countries like that. We had guys coming from 
from Zimbabwe. You had Live Jirekwi and all those other people who are not playing at the same level, but are in that competition. And they were good enough to be one of the top 16 teams in the in, in what you call it, in the world, in, in Africa at least, qualifying for the competition. And that's the thing that I'll say. Those boys went out there. Yes, they were fighting for their careers as well, but they fought for me. They fought for you as a fellow Zimbabwean. They made the effort with very little resources. Underappreciated not only by the administration but, but fellow Zimbabweans Coming back and being told by a whole parliamentarian That oh you went there we're paying you for a whole month No shut up Shinotimba These guys were being paid You know the little that were being paid for was for performances It's not like they got to pay for a whole month And you know they should be getting into trouble They did their best do you think that these guys wanted to be knocked out in the first round? Do you think they really wanted to be to lose in the first round? They were out there. They made sacrifices. And for this, I say to each and every one of them, thank you. Yeah, it is Larry and you listen to the Critic House looking at some of the stories that made the headlines this past week. Well, Big Brother Niger started and I guess you, the only reason I'm watching it is because the fashion of the guys, the fashion sense. Nigerian guys can dress up. Yeah, pretty awesome. So I'm just learning, getting a few tips from that. Uh, as well as the, some of the girls are nice. There's one girl, I think her name is Marcy on that. And uh, she's got, uh, what, 21 siblings? Yeah, it's kind of intense, really. And she's number 11 in the family. So, uh, her, her, what you call it, her father has got like um, four wives and 21 kids, or whatever it is. Shout out to Calvin, by the way, who's uh, doing a collaboration with Vusam Kaya. Vusam Kaya is part of a group called Insingizi. Yeah, and they sold 250,000 copies of their album in the US. I don't know how many Zimbabweans can claim that. Uh, and also... They, um, he's also got his solo album and they just did a tour of China in which they sold out and so pretty awesome shout out to Kelly Kevin um, coming up this uh, coming uh, 11th of February catch uh, the fashion fights cancer uh, called fashion yeah it's an event that's happening at news cafe Borrowdale uh, yeah so pretty excited about that uh, there's a couple of people putting it together it's a fashion design expo it's happening uh, on that day there's two events there's the garden event and the main event is in the evening tickets are ten dollars and thirty dollars if i'm not mistaken so yeah F find them there's uh it's called the fashion designers expo uh that is happening in harare uh, in about uh two weeks from now sad news about maestro uh a place in harare that's closing doors at the end of uh january which is uh, kind of weird uh, for me it's like weird because uh, a lot of the guys uh who I've met were DJs talking to them about this. They talk about, oh, that place, you know, is because badly managed and so forth. But this was, is this a place that you're going to, this is one less place for you to get a job as a DJ or as an artist, whatever it is. And this just pisses me off because it's the same thing that happened when Book Cafe was closing. Yeah, but talk about how Tom Brickell's like that. Oh, no, yeah. But now you don't have anywhere, place, where, anywhere to perform. So, yeah, after two, throwing shade, you're still not looking cool, are you? 
But yeah, that's sad. Uh, Pariah and Avondale are going across the road. They've closed the old spot and going to a different spot, but at least they're still open. Uh, the fake news on the Downsell Awards came out this weekend. A lot of media agencies, including mine, 3mob.com, were caught up in that. It looked like a good list. So I'm hoping that when the main awards come out, they can come up with uh, a similar list because it looked like a really good list. It really did. Uh, Rainbow Airlines, uh, Zimbabwean Airlines has taken to the air, so shout out to them. Uh, I was part of the uh, inaugural flight to, um, let's call it, um, to Vic Force. Okay, I went to Vic Force for the afternoon this past week with a couple of media people and so forth. It was pretty exciting. It was really hot. Uh, you can go onto my Instagram, Larry Quidera. You see me with her. Yeah, Lizelle. She's, uh, uh, oof. yeah. Yeah, leave that alone. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, finally, Germany decided this week that it was going to legalize, or last week rather, it's going to legalize weed for people suffering from chronic, Ill, chronic illnesses. So, um, yeah, because they've got unbearable pain. Before, they needed to go through a long winded process to do that, but doctors can now prescribe a weed for people. It's kind of weird for, weird because in Zimbabwe, you know, there's no space for it. But it's probably still widely used. And, you know, it is what it is. I, I think people just need to deal with this. I don't take it myself. But in reality, I just, we're making, I'm sitting here, I'm just thinking, the fact we've criminalized it so much means we've created a whole subsection of criminals. Not endorsing it, but at the same time, I can understand why it's easier for many people out there to just legalize it. Really. <laughs> It is Larry, it's the Quiddicast, and the final segment, as always, is uh, relationship-oriented discussion. And uh, I'm going to go and talk about uh, the 10 most common one-night stand mistakes, do's and don'ts, really. And the reason I'm talking about this, I realize having a discussion with a couple of friends is that they didn't understand what it was all about. And the primary reason was because they never had this discussion with anyone else. And these sort of things we take for granted and that sort of thing. And I'm going to go for typical one-night stand mistakes and how to avoid them. The first and foremost is that uh, there are great expectations around sexual activity. Think about it like a casino, uh, lovepanky.com says. You, you've played with the house chips. You've already won, picked up one-night stand. Uh, so get uh, so getting shot down, losing Jess gets you back to where you started. So uh, don't worry about uh, approaching one I stand uh, as as more than it is. Approach it as a one time only thing. If you like, if you feel like this chemistry, there's nothing wrong with asking for a second date. But you can't be angry if you get turned down. That's why I talked about the casino thing. So create, the, make sure that you stay within zones. Yeah, uh, singles only, please, please go only go looking for a one night stand if you're single. It's not cool to cheat. I mean, I know, I know. Some people be like, yeah, whatever. It's only okay if you have one of six when you're free to do it. Because the thing is, what happens is that uh, more often than not, you might get exposed. It might re re uh, create all sorts of expectations. If someone's going to get hurt when you sleep with a one night stand, you should probably be uh, double checked uh, what your uh, priorities are. Is the is the sex with the with the other person the priority, or is the is is, 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 is you know what is your priority? What do you want to keep safe? And also take proper precautions. Uh, use protection. You know, 
You've only, you've gone home with someone you know you've just met. You don't know about the history. Uh, you know they you don't realize who they have been with, and they, and they're willing to have sex with you without a condom. So you you should assume they didn't use one the last time. If they're willing to just have an un, 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 unprotected sex, and I want to that that means they have that as a as a pretty much go to uh, type of situation. And they have, they're not asking you to be to be what you call it. To be safe, um, and also there's possibilities of a child coming on. It'd be like weird if you have a child with somebody that you don't really care about. Also, poor preparation. You know, uh, it's only because have the condom. Don't be like getting home planning to have had a to have a car, uh, a one night stand, and you don't have access to condoms. Everyone, everyone, British in a one night stand should have condoms and and water based uh, lubricant if if, if needed. You know, women sometimes worry that they'll seem slutty if they have condoms at home. But come on, you you already took a home a guy home that you just met, and is in a woman's room, whom he just met as well. Nobody's got a right to judge. Don't be coming in judging. And also, there's that foolish aspect. You know, all too common occurrence, especially among one I stand newbies, is falling in love. Suddenly, you think that this is going somewhere. Don't. Even if you ever come by the urge to profess your love drunkenly to the person you just met at the bar an hour earlier, control yourself. You don't love them. And if you, even if you did, tell them we'll send them running for the hills because they knew that this was for fun. And you never know. Well, one night stands have no automatic expectation of a second date. That doesn't mean it's wrong to ask for a second one if there is a connection. And you don't owe them breakfast. A one-night stand is a one-time thing, including both, uh, unless both people want more at the same time. So you should never feel obligated to give anyone more than the one-night stand. You know, uh, you owe them nothing if you want to say, I have to go soon after I stand. Don't be guilt-tripped into anything you don't want to do. And don't leave evidence behind. Forgetting something in someone's house is more common than you might think. You know, if the item is left at your place and you don't want to see the person again, don't be bullied into an unwanted meeting. Ask for the address and mail it to them. Yeah? And one too many. Booze is probably like the biggest reason. We had most bad one-night standing decisions, including having one in the first place. So if you're drunk, it's really best to just pass. Drink too much and you, you wake up staring at a hideous monster, wondering how you ever went home with someone, with someone like that. And then there is the dreaded walk of shame. If you don't know what that is, the walk of shame is the morning commute home when you're obviously coming off a one-night stand. You're dressing in things that you were dressed in before, and uh, society, you feel like society is judging you and so forth. If you think you might have a walk of shame in your near future, you might think that, uh, about how you're dressed or bringing something to cover up slightly. You don't want to be wearing uh, you know, the smallest clothing in the world and trying to get to a combi at Copacabana and that sort of thing. You've got to make a walk home. The best advice is just to own it, by the way. Just say, hey, you know what? Judge me. It is what you use. Hold your head high and know that you, that you just got some. And if everyone uh, around you most likely didn't, because they're all so freaking jealous and that sort of thing. I don't know. It's. I know people think, ah, oh, no, some of those things are just unacceptable. But in reality, that's the situation you've got to deal with. Own it. And when you have it, have fun. Be the moment. Don't overthink it. Many people overthink, overthink the situation. 
if you're one of those people that gets into one one night stands and is something that you habitually like, just do it. Hashtag it if you don't. And most importantly, keep it a secret. Get around telling people that you can engage in a whole bunch of one night stands. Doesn't work for a great reputation. Yes, you might want to feel like, yeah, I'm liberal and that sort of thing. But, you know, I, the, the, the art of discretion is getting lost in many. There's more power that you have in people not knowing about you than you just telling them too much. Yeah, with that, I say thank you very much for joining me in this week's episode of the Criticast. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, get in touch with me on email. It's info at larryquitterai.com. Look for me, larryquitterai. I'm on all sorts of socials. Quitterai has got a YI at the end. On Twitter, at Quitterai. On Instagram, Instagram, the full name, larryquitterai. And a Facebook, larryquitterai. LinkedIn, all that stuff. I'm there. Don't miss an episode of the Credit Cast. Go to info, or rather, www.iono.fm, I-O-N-O.fm. And on uh, iTunes, yeah, you can get me there. Credit Cast, K-W-I-R-I-C-A-S-T. Uh, subscribe, and uh, you get notifications every time there's a new episode. And I'm back on radio next week on ZFM Stereo on Health Matters between 8.30 and 9 p.m. Other than that, I say thank you very much and take care of yourself and the people that you love. And I leave you again, I reiterate, you have more power in keeping as much information away from people as possible than you do in revealing your hand. It's been Larry, it's been The Criticast. Take care of yourself. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?